We're going to come back to Matthew 10, but let's right now go to Psalms 139, which is one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, there are scriptures that we need to know. To be mature in the faith, you need to know about Psalms 139. You need to know about Exodus 20 or Deuteronomy 5, which is the the Ten Commandments. You need to know about Stephen's sermon in Acts chapter 7, which gives you a panorama of, of the Jewish faith. Psalms 139 shows you how little, how little we are. Everybody with me? Verse 1. Oh Lord, you search me and know me. You know, when I sit down and when I rise up, you understand my thoughts from afar, you scrutinize my path and my lying down. You are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O oh Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before, and you laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too high I cannot attain. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, before you're there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay a hold of me. Surely, excuse me, if I say surely, the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the light, the night is as bright as day. Darkness and light are light. If you skip down to verse 17, how precious are you, your thoughts to me, O God. Boy, let that sink in. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would happen to the sand. When I wait, I'm still waiting. Verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there's any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Jesus says, the Lord knows when a sparrow falls. And the hairs of our head are numbered. The Son of it says, He knows when I stand up and when I sit down. And He knows my thoughts. Amazing God. Amazing God. Back to Matthew. Chapter 32. Excuse me. Chapter in verse 13. Therefore, everyone who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Those tandem verses you either rejoice in or you ought to be shaking in your boots. 
Therefore, everyone who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father in heaven. Let's take a quick trip to Romans chapter 8. We'll come back. Romans chapter 8. This is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. With me, Romans chapter 8, verse 31. <clears throat> what shall I say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all. How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies, and who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather, he who was raised. And who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32, Jesus says, to Everyone who confesses me before men, I will confess him before my Father. And Paul says, He's at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. If you know Jesus, you're in absolute perfect company. And as his big brother, he's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. Back to chapter 10 of Matthew, verse 34. He said, Do not think I came to bring free peace on earth. I did not come to be bring peace but sword. Verse 35, I came to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be his members of his household. That's a quote from Micah. And Jesus wrote it down and said it. And it can be a hard pill to take. You know that that here you are as a Christ follower, and yet in your own household, some people some sometimes don't get along. In fact, he says here, they'll be against you. Um, and all of this is in the narrative when Jesus is sending the disciples out two by two and he's telling them what they're going to come up against. And we know that's true today. We know that's true today. Those are hard choices to make. And those contrary to the natural. But yet Jesus said you might have to do that. Verse 37. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy 
that man. He who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. He who has found his life will lose it. And he, he who has lost his life for my sake will find it. Zachariah was talking about unmitigated love. And we understand what he's saying. Boy, does it bring it back home when we try to put it within the context of our own family. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy. We must be content to lose our life itself for Christ's sake. We must submit to the loss of people's favor. We must endure hardships. We must deny ourselves in many things, or we shall never reach heaven at last. So long as the world, the devil, and our own hearts are what they are, these things we must do. Verse 40. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall we receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever in the name of a disciple gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water, I say to you, he shall truly not lose his reward. Last week, Pastor Bobby talked about <coughs> The commandment that Jesus told us to love one another. And he says, People will know you are my disciples if you love one another. I think you've all been in positions, gone strange places, different places, and you meet somebody, and all of a sudden, you don't know them from anybody. And all of a sudden, there's a kinship there. All of a sudden you know, they know, because your spirit bears witness with each other that you belong to Jesus. That's the way it should be. 
this is a good stopping place for Hart to take over next week, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to not force her uh, anymore. I've got enough sense to know when I'm through. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, uh, we'll stop. Uh, if you will, get by yourself sometime over this next week and listen to that, that, that video. He does a fantastic job. And the older I get, the more important this book is and more true it is and more amazing it is.